This is When Spirit Calls, and you on your journey are in the right place. This show is about magic, miracles, and meaning shared through stories, interviews, and channeled messages. We have so much to share about who you are and your divine mission here on the earth. Let's get to it. When Spirit Calls is right now. Please help me to welcome our guest today, Camille Miller. Camille is an extraordinary visionary, intuitive, author, leader, psyche facilitator, and alternative business engineer. She's achieved overwhelming success helping people shift from business owner to entrepreneur and finding the courage to align their business with their values through her six-figure soul strategy sessions. She's the host of the Six Figure Souls podcast, Doing Good and Making Money, highlighting soul-aligned entrepreneurs who crush the six-figure ceiling and still feel they're in alignment with the universe and their purpose. Before creating the Natural Life Business Partnership, Camille was a natural health and organic food advocate. She worked extensively in raising awareness around food and farming issues at the local, state, and national levels. She actively promotes healing through food and nature. Before dedicating her full-time efforts to helping soul-centered business owners unlock their personal potential, her professional experience included over 30 years in senior-level leadership with extensive experience in operations, sales, and marketing, as well as brand management efforts with both for-profit and non-for-profit organizations. In creating her global network at Natural Life Business Partnership, she's dovetailed her strength in business with her passion for living a natural lifestyle. Please help me to welcome Camille to the show today. Oh, welcome back, everyone. I'm so happy to have you here with us today. And I have another incredible guest, the lovely Camille Miller. And you've heard a little bit about her, but Camille, welcome, first of all. Thank you. Um, I'm excited to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. I've been watching you uh, evolve from afar and and just loving the the process and what you've been moving through. And I'd love you to introduce yourself a bit and tell everybody how you got where you are in creating the organization that you've created. Can you tell us a little bit of your backstory and kind of what led you there? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, So like you said, I'm Camille Miller. And I am the founder of the Natural Life Business Partnership, which is a global professional organization and business incubator for the soul-aligned entrepreneur, business owner, and conscious leader. And what led me in that place was I come from a background of not-for-profit strategic planning. I have a lot of other stuff I've done along, but my biggest career is in not-for-profit management. And right before I created this, I was the CEO for the state of New Jersey for the Northeast Organic Farming Association. And I later became president of the Northeast, which put me in Washington. I got to work on the organic label. I was a food and farming advocate, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But it was the people that I met there that treated their bodies like a temple, ate very cleanly, believed in holistic medicine were spiritual at their core. But the interesting thing to me was what they were in all of these other jobs. They were scientists and they were lawyers and they were doctors and you know they were doing all of this other stuff. So that job was defunded for me in 2015. And I was kind of deciding like, what would my next thing be? Because I 
I loved this work because it felt like it brought my spiritual and holistic side together with my professional side. Yeah. Right. And I, and I was never, ever in a position where I could be both who I was on the inside and who I was professionally on the outside. And that was really the start of it. And seeing that there were all of these other people just like me, um, but no one was saying anything and no one was being their holistic selves in their professional lives. So that's what kind of started the whole thing. So when my job was defunded in 2015 and I was trying to figure out what that next step was, I was looking for people like me. Like where are these people people that are embrace both science and soul? Like where do they hide? Where are they located? And I learned uh, that there just really wasn't a place for them. No one admitted to those two sides. Right. And that's really what kind of created the idea of NLBP that has morphed into this global organization today. And in the last year, actually in the last few months, we just trademarked the word soul professional. And we want to create this as a thing people are and identify as. So just like our organization is a professional organization. We want to be up there in the likes of the American Medical Association or the Bar Association or any trade association that keeps professionals at a higher level that says, this is the core values that we adhere to. And you know, when you look in our directory that every single one of us is one of you. I so love that you guys have done this and and that you were inspired to do this because uh, I've found the same thing, you know, where you were finding people that would wear one hat over here and be this type of person in this community. Yeah. And then they'd go and put this other hat over here and put on, you know, and, and so there was a lack of integrity and alignment that yes. I have been witness to. And I'm sure you, you know, mm-hmm. um, people that were trying to fit into these different pe- places and there was no space for that heart centered, for that soulpreneur, if you will, or yep. soul professional. And, and so not only do you create a space where people can be themselves and in full integrity and full alignment so that they can reach the people that they want to help. But what you're also doing is you're establishing a bar, a credibility. And then that was what we yes. wanted to do, right? It, it is credible, right? We wanted to say, this is what we belong to. Yeah. And you get like the website badge and, and we have a manifesto that we want you to adhere to. It's called um, Soul Professionals Live in a Higher Vibration, have an alternative approach to business and are here to repair the world. Oh, and collectively. Collectively. That's who we are. Yes. And so how brilliant is that? Because I think for a long time, you know, you would probably agree with this too, Camille, that, you know, the the woo woo community has you know gotten a bit of a bad rap you know um i i know a lot of people you know they come to me and they're like oh you can actually make money doing this stuff you know because for so long i think there was this kind of energy of um people who were in the the space of being in service were giving it away right? right And and a lot of these people were energy healers and intuitives. And so, you know, there was almost like this facade that we don't make money or can't make money or we have to struggle. And I think a lot of the business owners actually take, took that belief on too. I've seen a lot of businesses who do struggle because they don't recognize that they're, they're worth, 
They don't recognize how incredible they are. And so what you're doing is creating a, a safe space for them to be all that they are and for them to recognize their value to the world. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and support and encouragement and love and everything together that you probably don't see in a normal business organization, yeah, yeah. but to just kind of bring it one level higher. You know, it was originally started because I believed I didn't have gifts, right. but I wanted to help those that did create a business so they could help repair the world. Wow. So that was where I saw my space. And now I know that one, I have gifts, but two, <laughs> you know, it was just part of what I was supposed to do, Yes, you yes. know, to create this safe space. But, you know, we went from this little coffee club that met in New Jersey to this global organization now that's, you know, that's helping not only the beginning people, but we're starting what's called our six figure soul inner circle yeah. for people that have stayed in true alignment and are making more than 150,000 a year consecutively that are building brands and now even bigger because um, some people have told us, which I totally see in myself as I grow and you'll probably see as you grow, you look then for mentors and people to align yourself that's with, right? That's right? right. Yeah. And yeah. there's not a lot of people that have created brands totally in alignment with their soul's work that have mentors, that's right? right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's yeah. kind of a new concept. It's, yeah, there's kind right. of a small pool there. Right. Yeah. And when you go to look for those business mentors, you're, you're kind of thrown back in masculine energy. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no space for that. So that was one of the things that people have been asking us to do as our members are rising. Yes. Like, Hey, Hey, we need some guidance here. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Let's do it together. Let's figure it out. Let's, let's create the people, get them in a, in a, what we call our inner circle and, Let's build from here. So that's that's kind of exciting to see. It is exciting to see because, you know, we are in this really incredible transitional space. You know, some Absolutely. call it the age of Aquarius, right? The light is being shone on the earth and we're seeing things we didn't see before. And alongside that comes this incredible, incredible remembrance of who we are. And some will call that an awakening, you yeah. know, but that's what's happening. And so as more people kind of come out of the woodwork, so to speak, they're going to be looking for those places to land. And yeah. so I think what you've created is just a sanctuary for those people who are moving into their most divine path. And we're going to see a heck of a lot more of it coming. I Watch agree. out, people. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> some of you listening might just be on the verge of that remembrance or that awakening and starting to think about, okay, well, how do I serve the world and how do I help people? And so now you definitely have a new contact with Camille to reach out to as you continue to grow and evolve. So Camille, I want to get into some, some fun stuff here too, because okay. of course this is called when spirit calls and obviously spirit has been leading you and you, you mentioned something about not realizing you had gifts. And I want to just speak to this for a moment and, and share this with the audience, because I went my whole life thinking I didn't have the gifts either. I just right. thought I was a little bit different. And I just thought I didn't get Me this too. world. You know, I thought I was in this <laughs> of it, you know, I was yeah. like, where did I really come from? You know, all these questions, but nonetheless, um, you know, I, I really want to share, and, and I know someone needs to hear this today. The gifts mm. are already given. They are innate within all of us. We all have extraordinary gifts that we have Great. been 
uh, that we've forgotten or we've been told that we don't have. You know, if we even just look at the gift of intuition, well, we all have intuition. Surely everyone's like thought of a person and then the phone call, the phone rang and it was them or you ran into that person. You know, we know Absolutely. that we're connected energetically and there are these threads of energy that connect all of us across the entire planet and beyond. And so I really want to bring up this. There's a cute little um, story or experience I want to take everybody through. And I want to take you through it too, Camille, because I think, okay. I think it'll be just like one of those things. So, you know, I want to invite you to imagine that you're out shopping and you see a gift and it's like perfect for so-and-so, you know, maybe it's for your mom or a friend or whomever. And you're just like, oh my God, I need to get this book or I need to get this gift for so-and-so. So you take it, you buy it, you put it in a nice gift bag or you wrap it or whatever you do. And you're so excited. You go and give it to this person that you love. And they are like, oh, wow, thank you so much for this gift. I'm a little busy right now, but I'll put it over here and I'll unwrap it later. And you leave there thinking, okay, oh my God, they're going to text me or they're going to call me when they open it because they're going to love this gift so much. And days go by, you don't hear from your, from your loved one. Months go by, you still haven't heard from them. And you're thinking, what the heck? Like, are they mad at me? Did they not like the gift? You know, all these things start to go through your head. So you call up the friend or this person you love and they say, oh, come on over. And you head on over to their house and you see your perfectly wrapped gift still sitting where it was left. How do you feel? How do what comes to your mind, Camille, for you? How do you feel when they haven't opened your gift? Disappointed, I think, would come to mind. That's a good yeah. word. Yeah, I yeah. would feel disappointed too. I would feel undervalued. I would feel, um, you know, sad. I, I know clients have even said, well, I feel mad, you know? And so then the question is this. I wonder what God or creator feels when you don't open your gifts. And so my point is not that, you know, God or creator has, is going to, you know, condemn you or be mad at you, of course. But the point is that, of course, we have these gifts and we've been leaving them wrapped fully within us. And so that's yeah. my invitation to the audience today to know you have gifts and to start unwrapping them. And I know when you started unwrapping your gifts, things started to shift, didn't they? Yeah. And so let's talk about it. It took this. some work. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? It always does take work, but <laughs> I'm still unwrapping. Yes. But I think it's also, it's like a muscle, right? Yes. It's when you use it, you get better at it. That's right. Yeah. And there's just, I don't know, the universe is so dynamic. There's just so much. There right. And it's, so I unwrap very slowly. Ah. And kind of, wade into it. I love it feels. I love that you shared that you're still unwrapping because I think I am too. I think we're always unwrapping the gifts. Like I, it's just like healing, you know, are we ever done healing? I think it's, it's a lifelong experience. And so, you know, as you've unwrapped the gifts, I want to invite you. Is there any particular story when spirit really called you or said, this is it, you know, when you got the word soul professionals, how did that come up? You know, I'd like to know where spirit has led you so um like you like when you tell tell your story I always knew I was a little different um I knew at a very young age I had gifts and knew things that other people didn't know mm. and I never didn't know why yeah. I just allowed it to be and then you grow up and you go through life 
and it shows up on the other end, right? (laughs) And then it starts showing up again, but it really starts showing up as I put together NLBP, but putting together NLBP was probably the first time I had this divine knowing. Mm -hmm. And I remember talking to someone and just saying, I just know, and I can't explain it. I know that this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm told to do this and I cannot explain it in any other way. And, um, you know, this person just saying, well, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Like, you've got to follow that. (laughs) Like, you've got to do that. But it was this divine knowing that at no time, and there's always that entrepreneur mind that's going, oh, my God, I've had enough. Like, I don't, is this the right path? Should I have been doing this? There's, and there's days like that in every entrepreneur's life, right? Yeah. But there, it's always overshadowed by like, nope. This is what I'm supposed to do. It will work out. It has to work out because there is no plan B, right? It's just supposed to be. So that was, I think, one of the big ones. Um, Another one I absolutely remember. I remember where I was, who I was with is when NLB people, people started getting together. I felt like this high, now that I know is a higher vibration, but I didn't know it at the time. And I was like, why for like after like an hour or two afterwards, I could see things, I could know things, I could hear things, I could, it was just like, it was amazing though. And then at, like on my drive home or something, it might stick around, but you can t- see it deflating, right? So, and I remember asking someone who is very enlightened, I was like, what, what is this that I feel when I'm around you? Like when I'm around even more and it was the collective energy that NLPP still has. And that's why we say, you know, it's one thing to join, but when you join, we together as a collective raise each other. Yeah. I was like, yeah. that's not me. It's the vibration of the group itself. Yes. Um, and everyone holds each other in this almost like divine love. Yeah. It's crazy, but I didn't know what that was. So to me, learning that, and I remember asking, well, how do I stay here? And then laughing and laughing <laughs> and been like, well, you, you can't stay here. You're human. <laughs> you have to know that you can go there and come back and like that kind of thing. So that was kind of interesting. And then, you know, over the years of working in NLBP and with like higher vibration people, of mm-hmm. course, a lot of my intuition, a lot of my stuff started coming back and then when it was easier to like notice spirit my guy's name is Gus I call him Gus but when Gus talks to me or when Gus has something to say or or being known so now when people tell me their story Gus always well he used to tinkle me but now I can just literally feel it um that they're in their truth yes he tells me that's that's in their truth or this is important for you to know or this is but I always say I'm still working on my gifts because I have no way of controlling that. Like if someone <laughs> said, hey, come read me, I'd be like, I can't. He just tells me when he feels it's important. <laughs> I, that's why I feel like there's still this awakening and, you know, peace that's out there. Uh, well, I love that you're just leaning into it and allowing yourself to be curious, because I think that's one of the really important pieces for all of us as we continue on this journey. Be curious. Don't be afraid to lean in and to play in the space. There is a childlike curiosity and innocence that comes through us 
if we allow it to, which then allows us to connect with these energies. Yeah. I want to go back to kind of the beginning of when you started talking about creating um, NLPB and, and that it was claircognizance that came up. You had a knowing and what an incredible gift claircognizance is where you just know something. You don't know why you know it. You can't explain it, but it just is. Yeah. I didn't even know what it was called. So right. I had to tell me, you know. they're like, that's cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, obviously I'm sharing that. So the audience can connect to that as well. But then once you started tapping into that, then you started sensing the feeling. So that's clairsentience, the feeling. Then you started to see or get visuals, the clairvoyancy, and then hearing the clairaudience. So, you know, all of a sudden, all of these beautiful- I have all the clairs, yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And so, you know, how beautiful is it that you allowed that journey to unfold and you allowed yourself to be open to that possibility? Because I think that's a big problem for a lot of us as human beings is that we deny ourselves. We keep the door closed. Some of it, yeah. for some of us, it's out of fear. You know, we don't know what's on the other side and it seems scary. Uh, for some of us, it's because we were, we were told that we're not special or we don't have those gifts. And so we've blocked it that way. Um, whatever the reason might be, the truth is, again, we all have them. We all have it. Correct. Have it it's yeah. just depends on whether or not we open ourselves or lean into that or allow that childlike curiosity to come through. Yeah. So you had started with the question of like where the, the words and the names and the brands and stuff like that came from. I so I always, it's kind of like, I say it's like headlights on a car, right? I'm shown maybe 200 feet in front of me, although I know that the journey is large and I'll be shown. And I very much trust that process that I'm not ready yet for the next step, but the headlight will show me when I get there. Awesome. So I definitely have that. But when we went into lockdown in um, 2020, I had this also divine because I was questioning in my own head, like, how do I help? What is my role now? Yeah, right. Because yeah. we were already yeah. we were already online. We were already global. Like things were just happening. And I knew we were positioned, but I didn't know what the next step was. So I didn't um, lose not the membership, but I didn't want their businesses to go under. Like right. from my heart, I didn't want that to happen. So I was like, how do I help? And um I just thought of telling people stories. You were on our, what started out as uh, what I call six figure souls doing good and making money. Yes. But the name six figure souls literally was dropped in my head. Yeah, it literally, yeah. like, I remember I was actually sitting at this desk and I was just like, what do I do? And I just heard six figure souls. Yeah. And yeah. like, I just knew it called my trademark attorney <laughs> because now I have one. And I was like, trademark this. I'm not sure, which is now uh, started out as summits. Now it's our weekly podcast. And it's just me telling people, telling people's stories of building their businesses in a very soul aligned way, Amazing. which kind of became the whole thing. And the same thing when um, soul professionals came, I was sitting in another space, but that came after months of rebranding, rebuilding, using our messages and come, and I kept going, I know there's a name. I know there's a name to call our membership. Yeah. Right. And I, at that point, I knew we wanted to use the word professionals instead of like community. Like I wanted to go to that, use the yes. word professional and just kind of dropped in. There it was. Looked it up. I was like, call the trademark attorney. <laughs> I was like, don't write it anywhere until we trademark it. And yeah. So it was kind of that same 
same that same thing. thing. And that was a big differentiator for us. That word changed everything. Yeah. It's amazing how words can change so much for us and, and yeah. have energy to them, you know, yeah, we really do carry an energy, you know? Um, one of the things that I, I want to share from that is I want to remind our audience too, that a lot of the things that get dropped into their brains are coming from divine or coming from their screen. And you've done a great job. You even have a name for your Gus for your, for Gus, your yeah. spirit. I named it when I was seven. So that's not really fair. But well, no, but how amazing is it that you've had, that you recognize him from that long and yeah. how all these supports and even our businesses, you know, one of the things I, I often talk about with my clients when they're running businesses is that their business, even though we're all connected and we're all one, blah, 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 we actually are a separate energetic entity from our businesses. And yeah. what happens is we forget that because we've been told, you know, you are your business, but we're not. We represent our business. We breathe life into our business, but our business is a separate energetic entity. And so it gives us an opportunity to partner with that business, to exchange and dialogue with that business, to have conversations. And you might have not even recognized it at that at the time when you're like, okay, what am I going to call this? But you were talking to your business and your business was saying, hey, well, you should do this and you should try this and you need to raise the bar or whatever it was. And so this is an encouragement as well and an invitation to the audience. If you are a business owner, have you checked in and had a conversation with your business lately? Or have you ever done that? Because it's amazing when I stopped, you know, this morning, I, you know, I had a couple gaps through my day to kind of regroup. And I said, what, what do you want me to do in those times? And they said, you're going to go, you're going to work on your book. And so sure enough, I started working on my book, but had I not checked in with my business, you know, what would have happened? I would have got caught up in my day and I would have got distracted by this. And I would have had to get this done and that done in yeah. my, in my breaks. And instead I got to sit and do some writing. So, um, you know, again, there's this opportunity for us to slow down just enough that we can give ourselves a little bit of that breathing room to receive those messages as well. And I think that's also one of the challenges that we're caught up in this very busy, um, egocentric type of environment all the time. Like, what are you doing to get there and hurry up to get there and don't miss the boat on that. And it's so there's this almost like energy of fear and scarcity of like, if I'm not doing a million things and if I'm not super productive, then, you know, the world will come crashing down. <laughs> the funny thing is, I believe what it's not that funny, actually, when, <laughs> when you're that busy you're missing all of the stuff that is opening for you. Yes. Because there was a point not too long ago, I would say like a month or six weeks ago, I don't know what it was, um, that all of a sudden I took a step back and went, I'm working too hard. I'm missing something here. And I literally just stopped and took the next few days off. Wherever I was, I just stopped. And I was like, this is not what I'm creating. I'm going into busy mode or panic or like not enough. Yeah. And not in the direction I want. And I literally had pulled back and just been like, let me step away and see what we need. Because uh, it'll come to because I always know things will come to me. So yes. and I've been working in that mode for the last few weeks. And holy crap, I felt like the universe turned on a garden hose. <laughs> they were just waiting for me to listen. I was too busy. Yes. And then everything started to attract the way I needed to attract. And it's becoming very clear as we 
um, do these up, what I'm calling like these upper levels and these leaders are coming to me saying, hey, we, we don't have a space for this. Can you help? Yes. Yeah, we can help. It's amazing. Like, yeah, but I was too busy. So that they always say like when you're working in your business, you're not really working on your business. That's exactly so. what happens. And and mm-hmm. so um, I think that's something a lot of us get caught up and I was there too. And I, I remember my one of my coaches at the time, Christine Monahan, she said, Deanne, you need to slow down to move ahead. Yeah. And that was some of the best advice I ever got. And so now I share that slow down to move ahead. You know, if you're, if you're spinning your wheels, it's time to say, take a step back and regroup because you'll get so much more insight and information. You'll, you won't go down the rabbit holes. You don't need to go down. You won't spin your wheels, you know, and you won't exhaust yourself doing it. And, you know, if we are being soul led soul professionals, we have a responsibility, I believe, to be the role models of that. And oh, yeah. so where are my boundaries and how much I'm working and the space I'm creating for myself? And if I'm not doing that for myself, then how can I expect others to do that as well? So I'm really, really happy to hear that you took the step back and what wonderful results you received from that. Um, I want to just bring up one last thing and then we'll wrap things up for today. But you mentioned that when you created your organization, you started hanging around these people who were high vibration. And I want to be clear that high vibration doesn't mean that I'm really hyper and really intense. High vibration can actually be very grounded and very soothing and calming as well. And so recognizing that high vibration is not necessarily a physical outward expression, but yeah, it's not hyperactive. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's the opposite almost. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. some people get that mixed up, but the high vibration, it's an essence of a person. It's their heart and their soul that you can feel. Right. And so you talked about when you were hanging out with them, you just felt so good and you felt like, oh my gosh, you wanted to stay in this more of this etheric kind of spiritual space. And that does happen quite a bit for people as they start to progress, as they start to remember or awaken, they start to crave kind of that kind of beautiful space. But again, we are human. And so we do need to still function in our humanness. And so I just want to bring to the point that for some people, they're finding it so uncomfortable to come back into their humanness. And I want to remind everybody that you chose to be in this physical body. (laughs) You did, you did, you did. Believe it or not, you did. And so your soul wanted to be in this body because it knew that this physical body would be able to facilitate you um, moving through this world in the most enlightened, um, highest vibrational possible. And so you are in good hands in your physical body, even though it might feel uncomfortable. And um, we don't have time to go into all the details around how they can manage that, but most certainly just starting to recognize and appreciate your physical being, even if it feels uncomfortable to appreciate it, to love on it out of the thousands of other beings you could have become, you became the one that you are. And so when we can acknowledge and appreciate that, then we can find this beautiful ebb and flow. I call it the ebb Mm. and flow of being human and being into other dimensional frequencies of the four and 5D when we're Mm -hmm. in a little bit more of that woo-woo or etheric space of like the high vibration energy and all of that. So we can ebb and flow between the two. And that's the great news is that we don't have to 
you know, get stuck in one place or another, we're not supposed to. We are meant to be able to ebb and flow between the two, to honor both spaces, to love and appreciate both sides of that. So that's just an invitation for our audience today to, you know, recognize that and to be okay with being in their humanness, even when it feels uncomfortable, because that's where we do get some of that enriched learning from as well. Mm -hmm. So, and of course you've heard that we're the sum of the people we surround ourselves with. So the next invitation would be, of course, to hang around with people that make you feel good. (laughs) You know, that might seem like common sense, but it's not, you know, for a long time, I drug friends along the ride for a long time, long after I should have, because I thought that I was just supposed to, you know, be hanging on to these people, but you know, they're on their own path. And so you can understand and recognize that sometimes those people just need to fade away and they'll go on their direction on their journey and you continue on yours. And when we let people go who are no longer serving us, then we make room for the beautiful energies that are waiting to receive us. Absolutely. I wanted to add that in there. So Camille, I, time's going by so fast. Uh, I want to give you a chance to share kind of any last final words of wisdom or any other stories that you feel compelled to share. Oof, that's putting me on the spot. Um, I'm writing a book too. I'm writing a book called the ultimate guide to creating your soul centered business. Ah, and really just tips and strategies of, you know, staying in your space, recognizing what you love and what you don't love and kind of doing what we talked about. And that's what I did when I created this. I literally sat with a notebook and said, what does it look like for me? What does my future look like? What does it need to do? How does it need to serve me? Like I love creating businesses. I hate running them. So I'm in a position to help people create businesses. I love it. You know, that I could float. I'm also a single mom. So, you know, how could I serve my kids? How can I travel? How could I do all sorts of things that were important to me, but I also need to have a successful business and pay my bills and, you know, be a human, Right. you know, so how do I bring it all together? So the book is really about that. And it's a collaborative book with other authors that will also be talking about how they did it. Beautiful. So are you still looking for authors? Uh, Camille, no, for that? we're okay. done. We'll, we're, full <laughs> we're done. It's due Tuesday to our oh, publisher. Wow. It's happening. So, yeah, it's right. It's yeah. right. Happening. That's yeah, I've been taking the time to write it all. Well, we look and forward to hearing about that book when it's ready to launch and, and getting you. our hands on that. You know, I think it's beautiful. One thing that, that really popped out is that you asked the question, how do I create the life that I really want to create for myself? How do I serve the people? And when you're feeling lost out there, ask the questions. How do I do this? Ask it to the universe, pray it to God, whatever your belief system is, ask. Because when you ask, you most certainly do receive. And it might not always be the receiving that you expect it to. It might not show up the way you expect it to. Yeah. But most certainly you will receive. So uh, Camille, how can people reach out to you if they want to check out the website? Where do they go for that? Yeah. So the best place is soulprofessional.com. And they are always welcome to come to a meet and greet, learn a little more about us. We have a free global collaborative on Facebook, a group that anyone can join for support, for love, for business tips, for whatever you need. 
Um, but yeah, that's the best place to find us. Soulprofessional.com. You can all check it out and certainly track Camille Miller down. If you have any questions at all, Camille, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing a bit of your journey, your experience. I'm so excited for you and all the soul professionals that are in your community that you are helping to serve. So (laughs) thank thank you. you. Thank you for being here. I look forward to seeing you again soon. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Deanne. Bye, everybody. Bye. So happy you could join us today. And we hope that you found comfort and inspiration with wherever you are at right now. If you feel you received a gift in today's message, please pass that gift along to a loved one by sharing this episode with them. To continue this conversation, please join me at rosehope.ca. And when you do, be sure to access your free gift by signing up for the When Spirit Calls newsletter. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again soon.